What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Or if this is your first time listening, welcome to the podcast. We're so glad you decided to join us today. I'm super excited for this episode. Um, Before we get into it, though, we're just going to do a little recap. It's been a few weeks since we last uh, got to talk to you guys. Uh, It's actually just Olivia and I here today. Hello. Yep, just us two. So this is a new a new experience for us, just having two people. Um, this might be a little bit of a shorter episode, but anyway. I don't know. We can chat. That's true. We, we do know how to talk. I guess I'll start with my recap. I don't know what, what really to recap, except that spring break is coming up. Actually, when you're listening to this episode... Um, Evie and I will be on spring break, which is super exciting. So it's kind of just the, you know, the countdown to spring break. You know how that goes. If you're in school, have been in school, you're just, you're crawling. You are dragging yourself to get to the finish line. Um, so, you know, that's, that's life. Uh, this past weekend, I actually past weekend (laughs) is that how i said it this next weekend this past weekend it's still technically the weekend um when we're recording this but i got to go to our grandmothers who we have actually mentioned before in the podcast um but i got to stay at her place for the weekend just a little a little chill time uh it was really nice i got fed lots of food some good homemade food i don't get enough of that and yeah, I was pretty chill. I got some homework done. Uh, we watched some old home movies. Very nostalgic. Share with the listeners what Mimi's recent project is. Oh, the with the home movies? Yes. If you've been around, you know that uh, back in the day we used to record videos on tape. Um, a very old-fashioned thing to do, but that's that's how things were done, and that's actually how m- most of our all our birthdays, Christmases, things like that are all on tape, and also for our grandmother, they're all on tape. So her recent project has been converting all those tapes to CDs. I guess they also go to the cloud. I'm not too sure how that works. I don't know if you know how that works. I do not. <laughs> I, I, I'm not too familiar because we haven't done that yet with our tapes. We definitely should, but we haven't. But anyway, that's her, her new project, trying to get all those done and organized, um, which is quite an undertaking because there are years and years and years of tapes. Um, but yeah, I love watching old home videos. I, I think we all do. Yeah, it's fun to look back on and reminisce. Yeah, I know. I think we talked about, like, that's what we were going to do over Christmas. And, like, we watched all those Christmas ones. It's just so fun. I, the other day with her, I was watching very just random ones. They, like, videoed whenever we visited them. Like, the our parents would, like, drop us off. It was me and Olivia a lot. Um, like our mom and dad, one time they were in Colorado. I was like, they went to Colorado when we were, I did not know this. (laughs) And like, we were dropped off there for a few days. And another time it was, it was just you and it was their anniversary. Um, I was there for their, oh, mom and dad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, and they're pregnant with me. Anyway, it's just, 
it's just funny to look back on. But anyway, it was a great weekend. Good time. I came back with way too much food. Um, cause you know, grandmothers, <laughs> grandmothers always think that you're starving. Um, especially at college, which is partially true. But yeah, that is, I think, all of my recap. Olivia, what's your recap? Very fun. So speaking of Mimi, Micah and I had a wedding in Atlanta last weekend. So we actually got to visit Mimi and Papa Joe for a little bit, which was fun. And we went to a wedding for, I think I've shared that Micah and I met at camp. But basically, (laughs) the wedding was for um, our women's director from camp. So that was a lot of fun. A lot of camp people at the wedding and then also last weekend so that was friday night and then we came back early saturday and mom and dad and daniel came to visit all of us oh i forgot about that i know i know it was a busy weekend i was exhausted because like i've also mentioned i have been working on the weekend so i still had to work on saturday and then we all met up for dinner that night but i guess you guys were all around Lee and showing yeah, Daniel. They came about, it was around like brunch time. We went to um, a little diner. It's literally called a little diner. <laughs> um, and yeah, Daniel hadn't really seen much campus before. So we kind of just tootled around Lee for a little bit. Um, it was a very chill day. It was beautiful weather last weekend. So it really was. Because this perfect. weekend has been disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So that was a good weekend for them to come Um, because it had been a little bit since the whole family had been together in Chattanooga. I think it was for your birthday that everybody was here last in November. So that was fun to see everybody and to have some good weather. And I was very exhausted after the weekend. Um, But uh, this week was hopefully one of my last busier weeks. I'll know tomorrow what the next few months are going to look like, but uh, hopefully that is mostly behind me. And so this weekend, Micah and I did a little mini getaway to Fall Creek Falls State Park, which is about an hour from Chattanooga. And I, I think Micah is the one that told me about it because they just built a lodge there. So our lady at dinner last night told us that it was a $45 million project. Whoa. So I think from what she said, from what she said, I think that there was a lodge maybe there before, but it wasn't as nice. And so it made more sense to like tear everything down and then start over. So this lodge that we stayed in last night was, I guess it was finished in the fall. So fall of 2021 very recently and I think Micah had told me about it because he's always like reading the news local news and I guess it was in there so I had kind of had my eye on it and I was like that would be a fun thing to do so it was sadly not the best weather it was pretty cold this weekend and rainy on Saturday which is when we went but so obviously Fall Creek Falls, there are a lot of waterfalls and there is a scenic drive that you can do. And the first waterfall it brings you to is the Fall Creek Falls waterfall. Mm-hmm. I think the thing said it was 256 feet tall or something. It's tall, pretty tall. Or like it's a pretty large yeah. waterfall. Oh yes, you've been there. I have been. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you also told us to do a trail. We ended up not really doing any of the trails because it was just gross weather. Yeah. And we really 
did. I mean, it, if it was beautiful weather, we would have done some hiking for sure. But we went and did like that scenic drive, walked out so we could see the waterfalls, got some really pretty pictures. And then we went to, did you go to the nature center? Yes. When you went? Okay. Yes. So did you see the two that you could see from there? Like if you walk behind the nature yes. center? Okay. And then the swinging bridge. Mm-hmm. Oh, the swinging bridge. Oh my goodness. Okay. So anytime we are near a bridge like that, Micah likes to jump up and down on it and it oh, I hate that. freaks me out. And he, okay. So you know how it's obviously like has wire netting on both sides. Right. He'll lean up against the netting and like pretend like he's go. I mean, I can't. I was like, nope. And then he said he was going to pick me up. And I was like, I'm going to fall. Oh, absolutely. I'm not. going to fall over the net of this thing. So luckily he did not. But um, I the positive of it being rainy is the waterfalls were rushing. Like yeah, I about to say when I went, it had rained and it was crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. And the waterfalls are just like beautiful but so powerful so anyway that was really fun and you didn't do the cable trail we did not do the cable trail Ah. there was one did you see the trail and it says very strenuous is that the is that the cable trail i don't know maybe i don't think it is because i think it would have been called cable trail but when you go to the fall creek falls waterfall there's a hike that you can take to the bottom because we were like the top looking at it and there's a hike you can take to the bottom from that location that says very strenuous so we didn't do that one (laughs) but yeah so that was really fun and the lodge was very nice there's a restaurant in there um and we had okay so we were in a room that was at the corner of the end of a hall and so it's on the lake at the state park the lodge is and our room happened to be one of the few that's on the corner that had a wrap around balcony. Did I show you this? Mm-mm. I'll have to show you the video later. But I mean, it was probably one of the best views that we could have gotten. So that was really fun. And I've never been to a hotel with double sinks. Oh, that's nice. It was very luxurious. So that was fun. And our lady at dinner was really nice. And yeah, so that was fun. And we got back. I've said that a lot, but it was fun. <laughs> and we got back this morning, watched church on the way, and that's about it. So that was our last weekend and this weekend. And oh, another really happy thing oh, yes. is I am now an aunt. To I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Th- yeah. On, on my, so my guest sister had her baby this past week and her name's Elsie. And she's beautiful and we're going to see her. We're leaving Thursday and we'll get there Friday. So I'm very excited. This is my first niece. That's crazy. Uh, which is crazy. It's weird that, that you're an, an aunt. aunt. Yeah. But yeah, we're very excited for her. Um, I want to be an aunt. I know. It's so fun. And <laughs> it's I all on you right it's now. It's so fun and I haven't even met her yet. <laughs> I love her so much. Yeah. So that was very exciting. So there's been a lot going on uh, in the past few weeks. But they've been good. And I don't think we mentioned why Evelyn's not here. She's <laughs> fine. She um, went to Birmingham for the weekend. And so she was getting back in tonight. So we decided in order to have a episode ready for you guys, Amory and I would just take this one and talk about a topic we're both pretty passionate about. Yeah. Um, so we thought that would be fun. But just to let everyone know, Evelyn is yeah, she's fine. very fine. It's just our <laughs> schedules. It's hard to get three people's schedules to coordinate. Yes, even though we are within like a 
30-ish minute mile radius of each other, it's still hard. Yeah, we all have kind of crazy schedules. Busier schedules. So that's why. And we are recording in our my apartment, our apartment yeah. for the first time. Well, not my apartment. Yeah, not yours. <laughs> Mike and I's apartment. So we live in the downtown area. So if you hear fire trucks or things of that nature, that's just, just apartment part, living. Part of the part of the background noise. Yeah. So anyway, um, so I guess we can get into the topic. topic of this episode. Yeah. Our topic for this week is going to be productivity. Ooh. Some people are like, mm. some people are like, I don't really care. But I if like you're how- like us. <laughs> Ooh, we love us some productivity. So I thought it would be fun to first just read what comes up when you google productivity like what is the definition of productivity because i think everyone has their own idea of what productivity needs for them individually but i was just curious like what does we're gonna save you the trouble of googling it yeah what does the worldwide dictionary say so this is just one of the things that comes up oh i know i don't like that one So productivity and specifically personal productivity, which I guess is more of what we're talking about. We're not right. talking about economic productivity. And Heck no. Yeah. <laughs> so this is more personal productivity is how efficiently you can complete tasks important to you consistently, hmm. which I feel like is pretty interesting. I like what are your, consistently. What are your thoughts that? on that? Um, I wasn't expecting consistently to be in that definition, which I think is interesting because... I don't know. I think we all would like to be very consistent in habits and just um, how efficiently we do things. But I think that's something that I am always striving to be is more consistent with whether it's like routines or whatever it is. Um, So I think that's kind of interesting because I've never thought of productivity as like, I don't know if that makes sense. But well, I think consistency is important in productivity because consistency means that you have established like you mentioned habits and when those habits become become habits become routine then you are likely to be more productive you're accomplished you form those habits because for some reason you don't just start a habit and you know if it's not something that you care for like for example right brushing your teeth or like, I don't know, washing your hair however many times you want to wash your hair or whatever. You do those things because you think they add some sort of value to your life. Whatever right. that may be, whether it's like hygiene or you work out every morning or you aim to work out three times a week or something because you think that's going to add some sort of value to your personal life. Anyway, so productivity, I feel like, is when you are able to put those habits into I guess a way that I'm 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 fumbling my words cut that (laughs) out Evie (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to like I think that we touched on something interesting in like habits and productivity and how those are related and I don't really know if I have an answer for exactly how those are related but we're not experts here, people. We're just giving our we're just uh, our personal opinions, as chatting well. yeah. about <laughs> stuff. But anyway, I do think productivity is 
in its simplest form, getting things done in a certain amount of time that you have. We all have 24 hours in a day, seven days a week. And I think people measure productivity differently depending on if you're talking about in your work, in your school, in your personal life or things that are like do not fall under those two categories and you just care about getting done because they're important to you. So I think that we just kind of wanted to talk through our tips for what we consider product like productivity, how we accomplish productivity. But I also think it's like like we've been talking about it it's different for every person. So what we think is productive and helps us be productive may not work for right. you. We're two or- very type A perfectionistic type people. So, of course, this is a topic very near and dear to our hearts. But, yeah, it's going to look different for everybody. And I think a big part of it is also, like, efficiency. Because I don't think you can have productivity without efficiency. Mm. Like, I think those two kind of go hand in hand. Because if you're not being efficient with your time, um, resources, whatever, then I don't think you can reach max productivity. If that makes any sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But, yeah. So, I think we each kind of have some different tips I'm going to obviously be speaking more from a like school perspective since the main part of my life right now is college student, nursing school, all those things. Um, and Olivia is going to be speaking more from the work side of things, especially working from home since you work from home majority mm-hmm. of the time. So that's a whole different thing. Um, so you can start with your first tip. My first tip for productivity is start your day with a morning routine that you love, which I think is important that you love your routine because that is the start of your day. Like that is you are setting yourself up for either success or failure from the minute you wake up. So whatever that looks like for you, um, kind of figure that out. So whether you want to wake up early so you have time to do certain things that are important to you or if that's you need to sleep until this time and you don't mind being rushed in the morning. I personally love a slow morning. So the mornings mm-hmm. that I wake up the time, like when my alarm goes off, if I wake up at that time, I feel like my day is likely to be more productive because I set myself up for success with a morning routine that I enjoy, a slow morning. Um, You're not starting off the day with failure, which is not waking up when you wanted to. Right. And not getting to do all the things to start my day that I would ideally like to do should everything go according to, you know, my ideal plan. And like I said, things happen like sleeping through my alarm or sleeping later than I would like to and having to adapt and not have a slow morning, which is not fun. And I don't like to do that. But some people thrive off of the rush of energy in the morning, maybe. And that's just not me. So anyway, whatever that is for you, starting your day off with a morning routine that you love is my first tip. So kind of going right along with that, my tip um, is that your morning routine starts the night before. So, you know, have a morning routine that you love, but you have to basically prep that the night before, I think, for it to be truly successful. So like what that looks like in my life is like picking out my clothes, what I'm going to wear the next day, like packing, um, if I need a change of clothes for anything, whether it's work or the gym or whatever, 
packing my lunch, just all those little things, anything really that could be done the night before I do the night before because it also eliminates, I think the term is like decision fatigue or like something. I think that's, I read that somewhere. That sounds very smart. (laughs) Go with that. (laughs) But just, you know, like when you're trying to decide what to wear in the morning, you're just like, "Uh, like, I just, I I don't know. But if you just, if you already have it picked out, or you already have your lunch picked out, you don't. You have to make no decisions in the morning. Because in the morning, you're just, you're trying to wake up. The brain can't do too much. So if you can eliminate any kind of decision making as much as you can, I think that helps. I think that's good in all of life. Yeah, I feel like true. I've heard that before. Like if there are, I think it was, who does mom listen to the I don't remember her name, but it's a podcast and I believe I listened to it and she was basically giving the advice that we, if you don't like care about something that much, then take out the decision. Like, I don't, I don't really know, like the decision piece of it. Like if you, okay. Oh, here's an example that she gave. This is, would be more for me since I like meal plan or something like that. But if there are certain meals that you like, your family likes, And you can put them on a rotation so that you don't have to make decisions every week about what you're going to be eating. Then do that. Just like make decisions to make your future decisions, but like easier um, so that you aren't having to make all these little decisions that aren't actually necessary, such as what you're going to wear that day. If you just reduces stress. Yes. Ultimately. Um, But I think also a big part of like your morning starts the night before is doing any kind of little tasks that are going to take just a few minutes just so you don't have to do them the next day. Kind of like the whole not putting off things to tomorrow. Not to say you need to like, you know, work on some big project or something. But like if the trash needs to go out, just go ahead and take it out so you don't have to do it in the morning. Or just like the tiny things that literally take no time but that you put off because you're like, "Eh, I'll just do it tomorrow. Like... Make sure your water bottle is all filled up the night before. So you have a full bottle of water in the morning. It's just those little tiny things that can make a big difference. Absolutely. My next tip is have something that you look forward to. Mm -hmm. Now, this can be applied per day or per week or even per month. It just kind of depends on how much you need it. I probably need something to look forward to every single day. Here's I think something. most people do. Probably most people. But if that is just something you're like, I don't think there's something every day. Maybe you have something on the weekend that you look forward to. So for me, every day, I look forward to morning coffee or I've been really into chai tea lattes recently. So I look forward to that in the morning. I look forward to having a slow morning. So that kind of gets me up and gets me going. I look forward to when Micah gets home from work. So that gets me through the day and I'm like, okay, I have until this time to get work done and then I'm going to take a break. Um, Or like I've mentioned earlier, going on little trips is something really fun for me. And I enjoy planning and thinking about what I'm going to pack, what our like itinerary is going to be for the trip or something like that. So having things to look forward to I think can aid in productivity because again you know you have a limited amount of time between now and when that fun thing is 
So try to get as much done as you can between then because you have something to look forward to. And I just think that helps the day go by faster in a good way. Not that you want to wish away like your day. But, but sometimes you need that like that motivation. That's mm-hmm. something to look forward to because the mundane everyday life is just not always so fun. Yeah. And, and I, I think it's those special things that like, you know, make the day, make the week mm-hmm. better. And that's okay. My personal opinion. <laughs> um, my next tip has to do with brain dumps. I don't know how familiar you. <laughs> I don't know how familiar you are with brain dumps, um, but that's something I learned about like quite a few years ago, and I do this quite often. And actually, what I'll usually do, we're gonna get real specific here, in my planner, my little planner journal thing. I will put like a sticky note, you know, when there's like the monthly spread page, I'll put like a sticky note for each little monthly spread page, put a sticky note on there. And that's where I kind of do my brain dump. Anything, I'll even put it on months ahead for something that I'm like, I need to make this appointment, but I can't make it now. So I put it on the April's little brain dump thing. Um, Just little things like that, because if I try to keep it all in my head, I'm either going to forget or I'm just going to be so stressed because there's so many things taking up space. Like your brain can only hold so much information, especially when you're in school and you're trying to like actually learn things. So just doing a brain dump. Every Sometimes I get so stressed and I'm just like, okay, we're going to do a brain dump. And I just write down everything my brain is stressed about, all the little tasks. Sometimes it's literally like, turning this like I have done the assignment I just gotta turn it in but I write it down I just you write every little thing it doesn't matter how stupid it is (laughs) um and then just kind of going through that and then organizing um one thing I learned actually in one of my classes was about prioritization because as nurses you're constantly prioritizing and my professor talked about three different categories you have your do now, your do later, and your don't do. So basically, after you do this brain dump, what's something, like, what are the things that need to be done now? Like, all right, this assignment needs to be turned in now, or the trash really needs to be taken out now. What's something you can put off till maybe a little later? Like, you know, the tub does not need to be deep cleaned right now. Like, that can wait. Like, that's just not necessary. Um, And then what's something that's, like, actually a don't do? Or can somebody else do it? Like, can that be a delegated thing? Especially, like, since you're married, I don't really have anybody to, like, yeah, shove myself Delegate all the chores to Micah. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But, like, or, like, what's just, like, a don't do? Sometimes I think we create unnecessary, like, oh, my gosh, wait, I have to do this. And you're, like, actually, you don't. Do I? Do I really? Like, if it's causing unnecessary stress and it really doesn't need to be done, then goodbye. Like, it can just be crossed off the list. So I don't know. That's been kind of helpful for me. Um, And I'm also just like I'm out of sight, out of mind. So if I don't have something written down, it's just not going to get done. It's going to get forgotten about. um, And that's not a good place to be in. So that's probably one of my favorite tips. I'm going to be honest is I love a good brain dump. That's a good one. I have never done a brain dump. Brain dump Um, and your do now, do later, don't do. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I might have to try that. My next tip kind of goes along with that, but it's more with your schedule for your day. So I, like Anne-Marie, if I don't write it down, I'm not going to remember it. 
So I will make lists, whether that be in the notes app on my phone in the reminders app on my phone or in college specifically, I would plan out my week, usually maybe like Sunday nights or something for the week before, or even I would plan out weeks ahead, hour by hour, what I am doing each day. Because in college especially, now my day is very much like larger chunks of time. I'm doing the same thing, like from nine to six or whatever I'm working. So I kind of keep my work stuff with work and then life stuff is separate. So, I mean, I have a, I've got a whole other thing that I do for work, but I still do the same practice, whether it's personal or work. I write everything out that needs to be done. But I do remember in college specifically, it was helpful doing the hour by hour because it showed me how much time do I really have to study for this or work on this thing that I like project that I have to do. And I don't know, it just helped me know that I wasn't forgetting something like big that was coming up because you have so many due dates and everything. And again, this isn't necessarily applicable to post-college, but when you're in school, you have so many due dates and all that. So anyway, my tip overall is just when in doubt, write it out. Yeah. So if you think, oh, I need to remember this. Like there are things, even this past weekend, I have like a list. Now I probably won't get all of them done, but I was, I had on my list, um, work on this, do this, call this person. Um, and I try to get that done, but if I don't, I at least know I have it written down. And if I didn't mark it off, it obviously did not get done. So anyway, that kind of applies to tasks, but also your hour by hour, because I also think it's important and I'll go ahead and just share this tip because it kind of goes with the same is scheduling like chill time. So we're talking a lot about like productivity and getting things done, but I also think it's important to on that schedule when you're writing things down schedule time where you're not necessarily doing or like getting things done necessarily um, where it's more enjoyable time because if you don't schedule that time you're going to get behind and you're going to need that time eventually so I think it's good to schedule You'll that get burnt time. out very yes easily. yes so it's easy to be like okay I have to be productive and efficient at 100% capacity all the time. And that's not like going to happen. No, not so possible. if you need to put on your schedule sleeping from this hour to this hour, like making sure you get the certain amount of hours, however many you need each night, and then little breaks throughout the day, um, just whatever works with your schedule because everyone's is different. But I think that's important with the writing it all out tip. Yeah, I like that because I definitely do that. Because like you're saying, especially in college, like every day for me looks different. I don't have the same schedule every single day. Like my classes, everything looks different every day. So it's kind of like, you know, some days I may not have a lot of time to extra time to work on homework or to even have more of a relaxing time, but then other days you do. And so it's just, it's a, it's a balancing act. It really is. Um, very ready to be done with college. I don't want to do that anymore. But I will go into my next tip. This is actually courtesy of Micah. He helped me with this tip. Thanks, Micah, <laughs> if you're listening. Do the um, listeners know we call him our manager? Yeah, he is our manager. Um, it's a joke. Kind of a joke. But I mean, honestly, sometimes he really would be coming in clutch. So this tip was from him. Um but this tip, I don't, I don't really know. This tip 
doesn't have a good like name, but it basically just has to do with your environment. Um, for me, well, I'm a neat freak anyway, but if I'm like trying to sit down at my desk and get some work done or whatever it may be, and if something's a mess, if, well, especially if my bed was unmade, but God forbid that would never happen because I never don't make my bed. <laughs> but I don't, or even, I don't know, I know there's like some dishes I need to do or just something like that. I just got to have my environment clean and things put away. And then also just in terms of like noise, like is your environment, is it a calm environment? Do you need to put some music on? Uh, if you're at a coffee shop or the library, depending on where you are in the library, it could be a little loud. <laughs> so like, do you need to move? Do you need to go to a different place? Just trying to make your environment conducive to what you're trying to accomplish. Do you listen to music when you're studying? It depends. Um, if I do listen to music, it's instrumental. I have like a whole study playlist. It's actually just a lot of like soundtracks <laughs> from different like little women and things like that. Um, so I highly recommend putting together like some kind of, if for, for studying specifically. Um, if I'm doing kind of more mindless work, I can do that while like music with sound is going on or even like a mindless show. Like Gilmore Girls for me is a mindless show because I've seen it so many times, but it makes me feel good. And so if I'm just like, I can't really think of an example at the moment, but something that doesn't really require me to like be paying too much attention, but I just got to like do some kind of assignment or something. I just have to have some kind of noise. Usually I don't do well when there's like no noise. Interesting. Well, because it can't, I can never get anything completely silent. Like no matter what, there's going to be some sound that is bugging me whether it's the fridge or like the weirdest sound. And so if I have instrumental music or some kind of sound for, I don't know, it just helps me focus. See, I always felt like I was an oddball in college because I cannot study listening to music or like, I don't know. And, and I had to have silence, but what I did do, because like you said, there will be like random distractions that it's inevitable like wherever you are but if I have a constant noise that is something I can study to so I yeah. used to play on my phone like white noise yeah or just like or I, you can find it on YouTube there's like study noise or whatever and it just is like white noise for 10 hours I used to play I mean I watched that whatever YouTube video I didn't really watch the video but listen to it so many times when I was studying in college and now when I'm working I know a lot of my like coworkers will listen to music especially when we're all working from home they'll have music playing I just can't focus if especially music with words but that's just me and I think a lot of people like I know a lot of people are able to focus I guess it's just I don't know I can't yeah. focus on I'll say things. though don't trick yourself into thinking though that you can listen to something with words and be like super focused because scientifically not really proven because even when I'm like have a show on in the background like there's no way I would ever be able to productively like study really hard for an exam like don't lie to yourself like it's not as productive productive as you think it is um I think it's okay for more mindless activities but um, yeah, don't try to think you're some special human who can just like, no, that's just too much going on. That it's called multitasking. <laughs> that's 
not called task switching yeah i'm like that's not how that's not how things get done so find what works for you for your environment like maybe you don't need to be at a coffee shop maybe you need I don't know. As fun as it is, I rarely ever went to coffee Uh, shops to get work done. I never do it for serious studying. Like, I have my different types of studying. Like, if I need to write a paper, an assignment, I can do that at a coffee shop. For sure. I actually prefer to have some kind of noise for that. If I'm writing a paper, I really like to have some inspirational music playing because I feel like, you know, it just the creativity starts to flow. Don't know what it is, but maybe it's because I feel like some kind of like old like I don't know I kind of what's the music I listen to definitely you know like I said Little Women soundtrack I just kind of feel like I'm like I'm Joe writing writing a play writing for the newspaper like I feel very inspired that's so if you're weird like me maybe that's your jam um (laughs) anyway so yeah your your environment it's very important I agree with that my next tip is this applies to work or school or housework or literally anything do what you are dreading the most first so eat the frog you know that's what it's called oh really eating your frog yeah oh I've never heard that (laughs) but anyway I find that I like to function this way because it kind of goes along with my other tip about have something to look forward to. This way, you are getting done what you are not looking forward to so that you can get to something that is less dreadful. And I just think that this is super helpful because it it aids in productivity because you eventually are going to have to do that task. But procrastination is not a friend of productivity, I don't think. So I think that it is important to kind of label one task. If it's dreadful then and you just don't want to do it, get that over with so that you can get to the tasks that um, you actually are looking forward to or are not dreading as much because you will likely be more efficient with your time with the other tasks that you're not loving. And, and it already just automatically will set you up for success for the rest of the day. Yes. If you're like eating the frog, as they say. And <laughs> that sounds gross. I know. That's literally what it is called. Um, I like that one. Although I will say sometimes I have a hard time like focusing on my biggest task when I have all these other little tasks in the back of my head. Sure. So sometimes it's hard for me because I'll go back and forth between like, I'm like, actually probably more often than not I'm the kind of person who has to get all the little things done before I feel like I can focus on the big thing and I'm sure that will change right now in college like for me like I can't do like study for my hardest exam first thing in the morning (laughs) like I need to do that later in the day just for me personally but I like to you know still get little things done and out of the way in the morning so that I have time to spend studying so if I need to just I don't know do the random little tasks first which could be in a sense eating your frog still (laughs) yeah I agree with that because if there are things with work that I can right when I you know log on in the morning and I'm like oh I can knock that out real quick and then I'm gonna get into the lengthier tasks that are gonna take longer I think just not nagging you in the back of your brain for sure it just it's really a very much one that depends on the situation yes, and the sure. task and um yeah that just will ebb and flow with 
but stage of life. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully the goal is that procrastination is not a part of the plan no. as far as getting things done. No. So my next tip has to do with now this could be weekly, monthly, but resets. Not recess. <laughs> resets <laughs> with a T at the end. <laughs> I realized that sound, could sound very similar. Um, this can definitely look different for everybody. I don't have like a set, okay, on this day of every month or week or whatever. So before a new month starts, I will just try to like set myself up for success. I'll do this for the week, but mainly I'm going to talk about for the month because that's what I do. And just kind of what first of all take a look back at the month you know what went good what didn't what could maybe we change going into the next month next week whatever um like reset your goals like maybe maybe you did not work out three times a week maybe we need to start smaller let's you know let's work out two times a week sounds like you're having like an internal like (laughs) a board meeting about <laughs> all right, guys, life all right everyone come together <laughs> but this and... is literally like the conversation that goes on in my head it's like okay what went well what what didn't like it's almost like a quality what am I trying to say like a quality Quart- assurance or <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what went well what didn't quality control <laughs> over yeah. Amory's life Not like that's the time when I like budget for the next month you know, take a look at my calendar, color code, all my favorite things. Um, just kind of reset. Also, this could look like taking a day to like reset yourself in terms of like, you know, taking care of yourself. So like taking a nice bath, doing a face mask, like doing a hair mask I mean the opportunities are really endless just like taking a day to like okay reset like let's I don't know you know what I mean like I just think sometimes things like that can be nice and it just I'm trying to think sorry because I'm trying to think there's like a specific wording to this and I'm gonna screw it up but basically like taking the time to reset and as a part of that plan like Taking the time to plan eliminates, I think, a lot of time that could be taken off, taken up if you don't plan ahead. For sure. Um, yeah, I think that's half the battle. So anyway, I don't know if that makes much sense. And that could definitely be a weekly thing. Like, you know, a Sunday night just kind of like resetting for the week. And whether that's meal planning or... Whatever, just doing whatever you can to set yourself up for success because who doesn't want that? Amen. My next tip for productivity, and this, I think this relates to all life, but setting boundaries. So I specifically mean this. So for me, working from home, I you know, have my working hours and then I have my hours that I'm not working and during normal weeks that looks like not looking at my email on my phone on the weekends and just kind of setting those boundaries so that 
people know when I'm available and when I'm not available and when I'm not, that I'm not going to make myself available, if that makes sense, out of fear that I'm going to miss something or someone needs me or something like you are not that important. <laughs> so uh, I think it's, it's really important to set those boundaries, not always be checking your work email or, um, you know, working on work when you're not actually, when you don't actually have to be. Um, I think that's important, but this can also apply to life and knowing, you know, your capacity for being social and then also needing that downtime, depending on how you recharge um, your personality. I think that it's important to set boundaries, say no, when you need to set no, say no, and then say yes, when you do actually need those like social interactions. Y'all learning to say no is the most freeing thing that I've ever, ever experienced. But I think that no is like definitely a boundary setter because you are we can't do everything yeah you can't do everything and you're drawing a line and you know you are not that I don't know you're just prioritizing your time yeah I like that tip I think it could be super hard in college when like your personal life your school life like everything is very much all just like meshed together it doesn't seem like there's a lot of separation especially when you're living on campus um i mean like you literally literally live at school so literally live <laughs> like it's, eat and breathe school it's kind of and you know the people you're hanging out with they're also the people that you're going to school with slash living with slash like involved in other things like it's just it's a weird it's a weird experience but boundaries are still important like even though it might be I think a little bit harder I think I'm a little bit better at that but maybe that's just because I'm antisocial sometimes and so I'm good at like saying no and setting boundaries because I love my me time okay so my next tip is that we shouldn't be relying, I say we, yeah, I meant we, because I'm not perfect. We shouldn't be relying on motivation to be productive, that we should be relying on discipline. So, I mean, you probably have heard this before, a lot of people talk about this, but motivation is very, she's a fair weather friend, like, you know, sometimes. Like your feelings. Yeah, <laughs> like sometimes you're motivated, sometimes you're not, and that's just going to depend on could depend on how tired you are could depend on you know your literal hormones like there are so many things that could make you feel motivated versus very unmotivated and so if you only waited to do things when you're motivated to do them I know for me I would probably not get a lot of things done uh, maybe a few times a month so instead relying on like your discipline and the habits that you've built and that's not easy but you know, instead of, I feel so made, motivated to go to the gym right now. I have so much energy. It's more of just like, you know, I don't really want to go to the gym right now, but this is a habit I'm trying to build and like whatever you have to do to discipline yourself to do that. Um, yeah, I don't really have any tips on how to make that easier because it's just like a hard thing to do. But if you remain consistent in that and, you know, what do they say? It takes 90 days to build a habit or something like that. I think that. that's right. Um, yeah, guys, 90 days, that's three months, not that long in the grand scheme of your life. 
And I've heard a tip to add that habit to something you're already doing. Yes. Yes. And that makes it, you are more likely to form that habit if you add it to something you're already doing. So for example, if you are really passionate about, I don't know, I, all that's coming to my head is flossing for some reason, because go I can easily think of, so if you really, if you go to the dentist and you're like, you leave feeling like, oh, I really need to start flossing, then just, you already hopefully brush your teeth every day. Just do it right after that. And then it'll or before. likely. Guys, floss before you brush your teeth. Oh, or before. <laughs> oh, gosh. It is a revolutionizing experience, actually. Oh, good to know. Wow. Yeah, because, well, like, stuff comes out, you know, when you floss your teeth. Mm-hmm. And so then there's sometimes, like, stuff. So then when you brush, you just get it all clean, spit it out. But then if you floss after you brush, sometimes, you know, you got stuff out. It gets stuck on your teeth, on the surface. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. But for me personally... I brush, floss, and then use mouthwash. Oh, well, see, I don't use mouthwash because okay. it kills the good bacteria. Oh, gosh. But that's a conversation for another well, day. Well, we can talk about <laughs> hygiene in a different episode, but... But, yeah, I get what you're trying to say. Anyway, Just so adding it to a add habit, it to you, a habit you already have is what I was trying to say. My last tip is also courtesy of Micah, <laughs> who's currently doing the dishes in the background. <laughs> you if hear you can that. hear the dishes. So kind. <laughs> i really i don't know if they can hear it. i hope you can hear it um yes yeah, so he mentioned this tip for me personally which i feel like will apply to a lot of people but stay hydrated and don't get hangry oh that applies to me so <laughs> i can get really okay so i'm pretty good at staying hydrated actually my water bottle is my emotional support um oh an extension of my arms like if i don't go somewhere with my water bottle or you don't see me with my water bottle something's wrong not like out at a restaurant or something but just like right right out and about and like i mean it is always full before bed if i like with ice i love like ice cold water all that to say very important in order to be productive to take care of your physical body Make sure you're getting enough sleep. Stay hydrated with water. <laughs> if that does yes, not coffee already. doesn't count yeah, as co- staying hydrated. Doesn't not, mean you can't drink it, but yeah. don't try to fool yourself. Yeah, that's not a form of hydration. That is dehydration. Anyway, um, yeah, it's a diuretic, so it's gonna <laughs> dehydrate you. Um, and also make sure you are eating throughout the day. It's actually better to, which I need to get better at, but it's better to eat smaller not even meals, but just like smaller portions throughout the day, if that's possible, then just like large meals, because it allows you to your body to like gradually digest things. And it also just like keeps you what's the word like satiated throughout the day. Yeah. It kind of keeps, I guess your glucose levels a little yeah, more stable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a better uh, nurse term. <laughs> but um, I just think that helps because your brain really my brain cannot function if I'm like starving. Like I just start crashing. So I think in order to be productive, you need to make sure. Yeah. You well, you know, your brain misses glucose first. So when your glucose mm. is low, your brain's the first thing in your body to be like ah, and freak out. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's why. That is free medical yeah. knowledge. There for you, you go, guys. guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that is my last tip for productivity. I really like that tip because I too get extremely hangry 
and, and hangry it's means not a good time. hungry and angry <laughs> for anyone that is not aware yeah i hope everyone is aware of yeah that. my future husband's gonna figure that one out real quick oh micah knows oh i can keep me a- keep me full and i will be your best friend <laughs> a funny story is that before mike and i got married mom gave him the tip don't ever go anywhere without food like don't let her get hangry and he said it's the best advice he received <laughs> i'm just joking that's not well, the best I advice mean, but probably some pretty good advice it was some good advice and he has experienced the hangriness <laughs> <laughs> it's not good y'all like it's not good okay my last tip nothing revolutionary at all but maybe will be the most practical tip that you can do right now is setting timers this could look very different i know there's all those different like methods like the pomodoro that's probably not how you pronounce it but method of like setting a timer for 30 minutes and just like working and then you take a five minute break and then you set it for another 30 minutes oh yes minutes. you know what i'm talking I've, about i've heard of that there's yes. kind of those different ones you could try that whatever you want to try i personally don't do that but if you have a certain amount of time, you know, you've done your little hourly ride out, you have, okay, I have this chunk of time when I can get some things done. Setting a timer for some odd reason just really lights a fire under you and is like, you're trying to race against the clock, basically. It's like a competition against yourself when there's nobody else there to compete with. You're running against the clock. And I mean, definitely what's helpful during this is to put the phone away do not disturb for yeah. sure. Oh, and if you have an Apple Watch, make sure that it's either on do not disturb or honestly take it. <laughs> Sorry. If you have an Apple Watch, make sure it is also on like, I think I would put mine on airplane mode mm. when I would be studying like hardcore studying for a test um, or just take it off and put it in your backpack because you don't need it. And that like little buzz on your arm, like that's a distraction. Um, right. So put the phone away, put it, put your phone face down so you can't see like anything on it. Um, that's huge. I yeah. Feel like. But if you just set the timer, but also setting a timer could be for literally like, okay, I'm going to set the timer for 10 minutes and just clean as much as I can in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, sometimes by the time that timer goes off, you usually just keep going. It's kind of like the tip I hear for like going to the gym. If you just tell yourself, okay, gonna like, I don't really want to go. So I'm just gonna at least like show up for five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. Usually once you make it past that, like 10 minute mark, you're like, okay, actually like I'll continue doing what I was doing. But you could always tell yourself like, okay, if after this amount of time, I'm still not feeling it, then you know what? We tried, we're gonna, we're gonna bail. But I don't know. I, I definitely don't do that enough. I forget that I could set a timer and probably get a lot of things done. It really, I it, mean. That's such a simple thing. Yeah, it really does That's help. free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, that's yeah. like totally free. Yeah. And it then it's like, okay, then set your timer for your break time so that it's not always a negative thing. Like having a timer isn't always like, oh, work, work, work. Then it's like, okay, I'm going to take a 15 minute break and just like sit or do whatever sounds fun so that you're also like lauding time for not focusing so much. Um, But yeah, setting a timer is great and it allows you to put into practice what you took so much time planning out. Like if you put an hour on to study, you're actually being like almost the most productive you could be if you're 
only doing that during that hour. Or if you, you know, on the opposite end are getting constantly distracted by your phone. Well, sure, you set aside that hour from two to three in the afternoon that you're going to study, but 15 minutes of that, you were distracted by your phone. Yeah. And I think studying like smaller chunks. So like that kind of method I was talking about, I mean, you can make that your own, but I do not think it is productive. Just sit down for like five hours straight and try to study like a hundred percent. Some people say they do that. I for one, don't believe that they are actually being as productive. They say they are because I would die. Like my brain would just turn to mush. So know your limits. Don't, it doesn't make you a better student, a better worker, whatever to be like, Oh wow. I like just sat down for eight hours straight. Didn't get up, whatever. And I, I don't know. I'm like, that is, I don't think that yeah, makes you're you not sound any cooler. <laughs> that's not no. productive. That's just that's a waste just of time. Not healthy for you. So guys go set a timer. Just go do it right now. I'm sure there's something you need to do right now. There's stuff I need to do right now. Um, we don't set timers when we do this podcast, but nope, we just chat as <laughs> we long just chat, as we but want. I think timers can apply to many areas of life. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening to this episode on productivity. We hope you learned maybe a few new things or maybe some old habits that you want to reinstate in order to be a little more productive and to you know, implement that consistency that we talked about with the productivity definition, which is really important. Yeah. Maybe share with us on the socials or on the Apple podcast app. When you leave us a rating interview, maybe share with us what your favorite tip was, something new you learned. Um, yeah. Interact with us. We, we would love that um, going along with that obviously leave a rating and review or just a review. I think on spot, I'm not as good with knowing what things are as Evie is, but I think on Spotify, it's just a, like you just leave a review <laughs> and then Apple podcast is a rating interview. Or maybe I think I just got that wrong, but no, it doesn't I, that matter. Sounds right. Whatever it is, five stars <laughs> all the way um, would really, really help us out. Uh, share with your friends as always. Uh, but yeah thank you guys so much for listening go be productive go be productive <laughs> and we will see you in the next episode bye bye